Welcome everyone to Flip It Curiously. I am Tony of Flip It Downside Up. Joining me as always is my good friend and co-host. Hey guys, I'm Brennan, the Curious Picker. Yes, he is. Uh, we are both part-time resellers and we enjoy the adventure of hunting for treasures at garage sales, thrift stores, online, and even through people that we know. We purchase items that people believe have a downside and we sell them for a profit on eBay and other platforms to people who believe they have an upside and will pay a premium for those items. So our goal all along on this podcast um, was for us to have a good time to be able to converse, um, but also educating our listeners, um, whether you're resellers or not, whether you're full-time, part-time, kind of time, you know, anything, you know, we, we just want to do our best to educate um, and provide something that's entertaining for you to listen to while you're working or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, we like to talk about life, which we have a lot to talk about today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, also, we love to share great local beers. I think you said it perfectly there, Tony. Uh, so welcome back, guys. It is Wednesday. It is July 21st. And yes, we are still alive. Uh, I know it's been probably almost a month or so since our, our last podcast came out. But uh, like Tony said, you know, uh, lots of things about life have, have uh, gotten in the way of the podcast here. But uh, we'll talk through, through a lot of that stuff and uh, we'll get back into the groove here. Um, so thank you guys very much again for joining us. We really do appreciate it. I believe this is episode 12. Mm -hmm which is really cool. Um, so I think we're in talking with, uh, with this one guy that does this other podcast. Um, I think he said we'll probably surpass their number of podcasts within, you know, a couple of months with our, yeah. with our current rate. So right. we'll try to keep that up, try to yeah. keep giving you guys something to listen to. Absolutely. Uh, as always, before we get started, we like to kick it off with a, uh, a segment called Sip It. And I didn't ask you, Tony, if you actually had something you were going to be sipping. I do. All right. I well, brought. Let's, let's get the sound from Tony. Do it. That was good. Good. Uh, okay. So I'll start off by what I'm drinking here. And I believe that you have already discussed this one once, but this one is good enough to talk about again. This is uh, from a brewery um, I guess we're doing, I forgot we do this on, um, on YouTube too, so I can show this, even though it probably is up. Tafts, and Tafts is in um, Cincinnati, correct? Yes. Because yes. Tafts is a big, because I think I've been to the Taft Theater down there as well. Um, yep. uh, Taft. I don't think, I don't think they're the same thing. No? I don't think so. I could be wrong. Um, I wondered if they were all, if that was a big name in, in Cincinnati and it's just been used. Yeah, it, it is. Is and this the president? Wait. Yes, William Howard Taft. Yeah, is that why there's a fat guy in a bathtub? That is correct. <laughs> fat guy in a bathtub. Fat guy in a little <laughs> coat. Yes. Um, this is a Taft's United Dairy Farmers. This is a collaboration with them. It's a milkshake IPA. And Brennan, you've had this. And I have been drinking this here the last couple of weeks. This is delightful. It is so good. It is delicious. It's, it's, it's clearly a beer. It's clearly an IPA. But it's, it's sweet. And it's got that little bit of, um, it's, it's a little bit milky, I would say. 
Um, it's really smooth and man, I, I can drink this as if it's not a beer and that's, that's when things get scary. <laughs> that could be a little dangerous. I think it's got lactose in it to give believe... it that, uh, that milk shake type of flavor. Yep. India pale ale with lactose, um, brewed and canned by Taft's Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. And this is a 6.6% uh, alcohol, uh, was that ABV? Alcohol by volume. Um, so yeah, good stuff. What do you have tonight, sir? Very nice. Uh, so tonight I'm going, we're going up north. We've got Great Lakes, nice. um, Hayscraft IPA, <laughs> Juicy Tropical and Hazy, 6.7%. Um, now I've actually put it into glass today. So we're going with the Poyos Hermanos glass. Um, and again, you know, this is this is not a, a, a film or TV podcast, but I will say that I've restarted watch. Oh, so I just finished rewatching all of Breaking Bad for like the third time. It still holds up. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I just started again on Better Call Saul. And I'm enjoying it a lot more the second time through than I did the first time. Um, just throwing that out there. Great stuff. Looking forward to the last season of that coming out soon too yeah i'm um i'm not a big fan of i mean the content so for me the content of breaking bad you know i'm i certainly don't uh, support and condone however <laughs> um for me surprisingly that is i believe the best show i've ever watched um the way it's written the way it's filmed the, the, the storyline the arc um it's incredible and uh, if you can stomach some of it, uh, if you're okay with vulgarity and <laughs> violence and things like that, I and you haven't watched it, I, I'd highly recommend it. That's probably, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite of all time, but it is the best show I've ever watched. I would, I would tend to agree. I think it is probably the best show uh, that I've ever watched. I will say if you haven't watched it and you start watching it, you do want to have uh, what we would call a chaser to watch after it. So, you know, if you watch a couple episodes, maybe find yourself a little office or uh, parks and rec, something light, yeah. something light to kind of, you know, balance you out because it does, it does get very dark, yeah. but it's, it's so well done. So you know, well there's, done. I, I find myself, um, or I have in the past found myself having issues watching some shows where I get depressed if I watch them too long. And one of those is Shameless. Um, I don't know if you've watched that. Shameless, but uh, it's a good show. I like it. Um, it's just watching these people struggle and the, 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 uh, the things, that, the decisions that they make and what they're living in. I just, it, it would get me so depressed that I'd have to stop watching for a long mm -hmm. period of time. I went, and I went for like a year where I didn't watch some of it. And then I... I started again. And so it's just, you know, one of those things where, yeah, sometimes you need, need a comedy chaser or a, a pick me up after watching some shows and movies, but especially if you're binging a, a series, Breaking Bad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. See, my wife loves the, the crime, crime dramas and, uh, you know, the serial killer stuff, oh, me too. which is, there's just too, it's too much for me. So I'm going like, to take we, a break every once in a while, but but I, I have to take I, a break every episode. So I, we watch I, one. Way, and I'm, yeah, I'm way into that stuff. Um, you know, not <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy watching and, and like, because I'm thinking about like, okay, what's happening? And mm -hmm. 
I like to, I always hate when, when Christy will tell me, oh, I, I Googled this, you know, we're watching a show and it's based on a true story. She's like, oh, I Googled this. I'm like, shut, don't tell me. <laughs> if I don't know the story, that's why I'm watching it. That's why I'm still intrigued. I don't want to know what happens. at happens. The, um, But anyways, so uh, I digress, but let's, uh, <laughs> let's, I guess, uh, transition out of, out of our, our shows. Um, get on topic here. Let's get on, let's get so, on task. There's so much to talk about. So we've clearly, you know, the last time I believe we posted an episode was the 28th of June. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, was that, I think, I think we went ahead and did that on a Monday. Let me, let me look. Sounds, sounds right. Typically we do. Yeah. It was on a Monday. We recorded that either the 22nd or the 24th, and I'm not 100% sure which day it was. So it has been literally almost a month, but there's been some reasons. Mm-hmm. So on, on the 25th, um, 24th, 25th, my family and I were down in the Cincinnati area in Mason, Ohio, at um, Great Wolf Lodge, which is a resort and water park. And... Um, and when we were down there, um, your family and uh, John, Cincinnati Pickers family, and my family, uh, we got together on Friday uh, of that week for a little cookout. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty, it was, it, was, it was a great time to be, you know, be able to hang out together. Um, but uh, some things happened and that was the start of the delays of the podcast. So Brendan, tell everybody kind of what went on, like literally, as you're getting ready to cook the burgers. Yeah, so as I'm prepping the grill, uh, my son comes upstairs and says, hey, dad, it smells really bad in the basement. I'm like, uh, like what? <laughs> Just really bad. <laughs> so I go down there and we've got what they call a soft clog overflow. That is the technical term for it. Uh, basically we had, you know, sewage coming up out of our little drain pipe there, uh, that had, uh, unfortunately got under the basement floorboards and yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was, uh, really, really great timing. Um, I think I, I tried to start cleaning it up right away Yeah, while people were still, uh, at the house yeah. and, I gave up after uh, I filled up. Uh, I filled up the the uh, what do they call those damn things? The uh, wet vac. Yes, the wet vac. I filled up the wet vac like three times in a matter of like like seconds, and I'm like, yeah, I I can't do this. Yeah. So I gave up. Um, yeah, I gave up. We ended up calling calling in Rotor Rooter. They didn't come out, and they weren't able to make it out until I think it was two days after that. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, so they came, you know, they fixed the clog. And then all the fun really started <laughs> after that. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, uh, the, the, the clog is clear. Yeah. It doesn't smell anymore. It's good. A lot of stuff's been ripped up. There's a lot of more work to do. But, yeah. you know, that, that part of it is over. So we'll, uh, I'll keep you guys updated. You know, yeah. maybe I'll start another YouTube channel right? about, uh, you know, basement remodeling. So we'll see. <laughs> so well, that, that's yeah. my excuse. Yeah. One of my and excuses. So that was week one. Um, so what happened then is you guys were displaced uh, and were with John and, and his family for a couple days after 
like not a couple like the weekend and a couple of days correct yeah yeah we pretty much stayed at their house that that almost that entire week yeah uh, because it was so hot here and because right. of where everything came up yeah. right next to the air conditioner yep. if you turn the air conditioning on you get permeation <laughs> yeah yes yeah. so yeah we we stayed there for almost that whole entire week uh we came back home on i think thursday night because we were heading on vacation friday <laughs> right. right so so the timing you know you've got you know we finally got to get you know get together and all that happened and then that thwarted like that whole next week and then you guys left on vacation and you just returned this past what uh saturday or no uh, uh, yeah we got back on sunday yep. on sunday um so so you know brennan was out in um Good you're in the arizona. west right you're in arizona what arizona. what parts of arizona did you guys visit while you were out there uh primarily we stayed in sedona um we stayed in phoenix the first night and the last oh, wow. night because we flew out of Phoenix. So we stayed in Phoenix the two nights. Um, so stayed in Sedona and, sorry, had to burp. And we uh, we went to, I would say we went to six national monuments while we were out there. Um, so we, we hit we hit quite a lot. We hit the Grand Canyon. Uh, we hit Tuzigut, Saguaro National Park, Montezuma's Castle, Walnut, canyon and i think there was one other one in there so we did a lot of a lot of stuff yeah um, we we stayed on the move but we also got a lot of relaxing in and good whatnot as well so it was it was a great time i thought it i highly, was highly recommend it and and as you were sending me pictures and stuff i'm like you know that's a place where my family we need to go i've never been any further west than than st louis um and so i have not ever been out that way and so i'd like to experience that at some point um that's yeah, awesome yeah um the, the one that made me laugh is you sent a picture of the boys kind of like flexing or something or posing up on that little cliff and you're like we're out for a little hike and then like two hours later you texted me you're like that little hike wasn't so little <laughs> yeah that that's a good story actually since we survived um oh god <laughs> yeah. so we're we're in sedona and there's this place called airport mesa uh again if you ever go out to sedona airport mesa is a really cool place it's nice a nice hike i think they do the stargazing from there that's a good oh, that place would, for the sunset and the stargazing um so we went there and we did the we did the <laughs> little trail down to that place where i showed you the picture so we're they're standing on top of i forgot the name of the of the rock there but it's supposed to be a vortex so like healing um type type stuff um, and you can see all you can see a lot of the sedona mountains in the background um and since this is on youtube i guess i can throw a picture up so you don't have to look at me or tony right. you can look at at that at this point right. um and so we get down there and then there's a sign that says airport loop so we're like well it's a loop we parked at the top of the airport. So this this has to take us back where we came. No. <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> it did not. It, it did not. It uh, oh. it looped it looped all the way back around. Um, so what we thought was gonna be maybe another half mile hike back to the car 
uh, turned into a 3.2 mile hike back to that point. And then I left them there and took the hike back up the hill to get the car because they were they were all spent. Um, so yeah, it it was a lot more than we planned for, but it was uh, you know it was a good bonding family experience for sure. Now was your um, was your mother in law there as well? She did not do that. Okay. No. no. Thank God, right? Yes. Yeah. That that, that would have been this might be a whole different conversation. Right. Had to, had she had to go follow the buzzards or something, you know, like yeah, goodness. that would have, that would have been very tough for her. Very, very tough for her. So tough for me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, we made it. That's all I can say is we made it. Well, I'm glad you guys are back. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Um, so what happened, uh, no, what ended up happening to me over that weekend, um, before you left, and I'm still dealing with is a is a severe double ear infection. Uh, I've got terrible ear infections. Uh, I get ear infections all the time, and it never hurts. And this has been incredibly painful. I've I've taken uh, antibiotics. Um, I I paid eighty dollars for a, a little eardrop thing, and they're not they're not right still. Um, so. I wear hearing aids. I've got a lot of hearing problems. I have a perforation in my left eardrum. So what happened is at the water park, water got into my ear and because I've got the perforation ended up behind my ear and caused a pretty bad infection. So I've got that, um, I've got that perforation and I also have issues behind my ear already with my mastoid. And the mastoid is like, I believe the bone behind the ear or like in the inner ear, like in your head. <laughs> and so what's happening and what was happening before, and they're concerned with even more now, uh, two years ago, I went and had a CAT scan done uh, about what was going on in there. And I had, uh, the recommendation was to get the uh, tympanoplasty, I think is what it's called, where you, uh, where you put, uh, you get your, uh, the hole in the eardrum or the perforation gets patched, um, but also a mastoidectomy, <laughs> which means that they're gonna drill in the back of my head which, which is why it's been two years and I don't want to do it, but I'm going to have to, I think. What's happening is I've got this, like, I'll, I'll just call it poison, basically eroding the bone behind my ear. That needs cleaned out uh, and it's on both ears. So um, sometime here in the next couple of months, I think I'm going to end up uh, having a surgery on my ears, um, which is scary to me because my, my hearing was already bad. And music's such an important part of my life that if I lose more hearing, I know he's, he said that it's, you know, it's one of those things where you could lose hearing, but you typically don't, but you know, you never know. So Monday morning, the 26th here coming up, I'm, I've got another CAT scan. They're going to see if it has gotten worse. It was already trending towards the, the part of my bone. Uh, the part of the, the ear back there that um, controls your balance. And he's like, have you, had any issues with balance and I said well yeah I've, I have I feel like I always have really um I said there's a reason I don't go on ladders and I'm a painter so anyways um that's coming up and it's kind of a scary thing for me um but also something that maybe could give me some relief uh yeah. so I'm hoping that that's that's an you know that's something I don't have to worry about much after that happens so that's coming up that happened uh, while you were gone. And then 
You want to talk about life even more. Um, it was about 10 o'clock on July 9th, uh, Friday the 9th. We had friends down from Michigan. They hadn't seen us since uh, uh, August of 2019. So they came down. Uh, and <laughs> they were at the house. They got there. Thank God they got there earlier. She found out uh, uh, she found out that she didn't have to work that day so they could come down a little earlier. And so thank God they did because 10 o'clock comes, Christy puts Luca to bed. She comes downstairs, goes down in the basement. I thought she was doing laundry, but she was calling the midwife at the hospital um, because of the way she was feeling. And so she comes up and says, uh, I ha we have to go to the hospital. The midwife thinks I'm in labor. Okay, well, it's the ninth is <laughs> August 2nd. So we went to the hospital and by we got there at 10 o'clock i said we got to the hospital about 10 o'clock and by one or 10 10 11 12 by 12 o'clock or one o'clock we had been admitted and had a room um she was clearly in labor <laughs> wow. so um so yeah uh come 11 11 50 a.m on saturday the 10th of july uh our daughter was born three weeks early um six pounds six ounces uh, you know, very healthy, no issues at all. Um, so we're very blessed to have her. So that's been the last two weeks now. Um, I've been off of work, um, you know, helping around the house the best I can while also doing some things with the reselling that we'll talk about too. <laughs> so it's just so interesting how life has, um, you know, how life has kind of perpetuated all these things. Like, yeah. You know, here we are, and you know we've had, you know we've had people ask when the next episodes are. I saw a post on the RVA flips water cooler or whatever the heck that that <laughs> called uh, last night asking about podcasts, and and there was a gentleman who, um, if you're listening, um, see if I can if I can pull up your name. Um, I think it was Frank. Yeah, Frank. Frank mentioned our our podcast. So Frank. Uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, and then, well, somebody asked what a pod, what a podcast was. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and then also um, uh, Dustin uh, Foster, Foster the Picker. Uh, he also recommended ours on that thread. So I, that was pretty cool. It's, it's cool to see that. But here we are recording again. Um, and um, I'm going to go into, uh, we've got a listener question, actually. All right, let's hear it. All right, let me open this up here. It says, hey guys, long time listener, first time emailer. I've got a question for you. I've heard both of you mention that you'd possibly like to quit your jobs and become full-time resellers. Do you have a target date for that? And what do you think will be the biggest obstacles to doing it? Keep up the great work, John. I know John. I do too. <laughs> that is a very good question. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take it first. Um, I don't know that I ever said that I wanted to quit my job. Right. First, uh, listener, uh, just in case, just in case anyone out there is, uh, you know, is listening. Um, uh, I have mentioned that I would like to do this full time at, at, at a point um, as a, as a pseudo retirement type, type deal. Right. Um, 
so for me, again, the company that I work for, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, I, I have a lot of flexibility and I, I make a, I make a good living. Um, and at this point, at this point for me, it would not make sense to, to quit my job, to go full time. Um, now if something happened, you know, where I lost my job, that would be, you know, that'd be a different story Then mm -hmm. I would go, like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's time to just go ahead and, and dive in and do it. You'd, full be, time. In a, you'd be in a very good position with the reselling. Right. Yeah. I, it would, it, it would, it's a nice little, little fallback back there, but at this point it would not make sense for me um, to, to leave my job. I, I enjoy my job. I enjoy what I yeah. do at this point. Yeah. Uh, it, once it gets to the point where I no longer, you know, can stomach it or enjoy it, that that's probably, probably when, but uh, at this point we have some things that we're, we're working towards getting done right. that have to be done prior to um, me doing, making that type of a move. So yeah, got some things we got to check off and uh, we'll, we'll revisit it then. But at this point I do not have a drop dead date also yeah. because now my wife wants to move to Arizona and <laughs> I love, I love Sedona, but it's really freaking expensive. So I may never get to quit working. So we'll see. It's, it's a dry heat. It, it is. You know what? I will say I was so nervous about the heat because, <laughs> you know, it's the middle of July. No one goes to Arizona in the middle of July. Uh, you did. But if you, I did. And if you choose to do so, go to Sedona, Flagstaff, Grand Canyon, stay north you should be fine. We were, I mean, the weather was fantastic yeah. in Sedona. It was, you know, high of 89, 90, um, nothing crazy at all. And I mean, it, it is a dry heat. We had yeah, some no humidity. With yeah, you. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was no worse. It was no worse in Cincinnati, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll say that it was better, so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that makes, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, you, you definitely have a really good situation with your employer. Um, I do have a question for you about that. Um, you're currently working from home, correct? Yep. Is that yep. something you were doing prior to as well? Or is that a change that has happened since the pandemic? Uh, that was a change uh, since the pandemic. Um, now, being in IT, I had the option. I've always had the option to work at least two days from home. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I never had a home schedule. I, I liked being, I liked being in the office. Um, so I, I would only work from home if, you know, we've got someone coming over to do something and we need someone to be here. Um, right. so I would do it then at that time. But yeah, since the pandemic, it's been, uh, it's been a hundred percent at home. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how, how that proceeds, yeah. um, as we move forward. So, I would imagine, I would imagine a lot of us will continue working from home. I, I think, not just my company. I think in general, yeah, companies. I think have, it makes. I, I personally think it makes a lot of sense financially. It does. It makes sense from a financial standpoint, as well as it shrinks your talent pool. Mm -hmm. um, or no, I'm sorry, it doesn't shrink your talent pool. It it expands your talent pool, uh, because now, you know, you're not you're not locked to Cincinnati, Indiana, Kentucky, right? Yeah. You can hire from all over the place 
you can hire from California and let people stay in California. Um, so yeah, I, th I think it, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses throughout the next couple of years. I'm very curious to see how it works out. Definitely. You would be curious. Always um, curious. Always <laughs> curious. So uh, this question was sent uh, the day after we recorded. It was sent the 23rd. We recorded the 22nd because when we were at the house, he's like, hey, I sent you a question. Did you see it? And um, he knew that I was really frustrated going into that little trip uh, down to down to Mason. Um, things didn't go well at work on Thursday, really didn't go well. So John brought me some beer, which was nice. <laughs> um, um, but <clears throat> so we had some conversations that evening and have continued that conversation. Um, and for me, you know, looking at this question, I have a good employer. Uh, it's a very small company. Uh, my boss is a good friend of mine. Um, but I'm to a point where the potential of the reselling outweighs the potential that I could make there, um, in my opinion, and is a lot less stressful and has more flexibility. Um, so I've talked with you a lot about it. I've talked with my family, I've talked with Christy, I've talked with uh, John a whole lot about it. Um, and so I am off this week and then next week I'm working, um, but I am going to over the weekend here, let my boss know that, um, that I'm, I'm gonna be done. And um, there are some things I'm gonna offer um, to continue on as an independent contractor when, when necessary, when needed and also to do some of the jobs that I helped to bring in, uh, sell, and some of the ones for repeat customers who, um, who are probably expecting me as well. So um, I'm at a point where I am going to make that transition to full time. And I'm really, really excited about it. I've got a ton of support, um, ton of support uh, from all the way around. And I think that the potential is the potential is huge uh, yep. for, for me there. Um, I think for the amount of time I have put in and the sales I have had, um, I think that I think that it's I think it's a no brainer for me at this point. Yeah. So I'm going to be making that change yeah. relatively soon. And so when I said that these last two weeks I've been at the house and helping with the baby, but also doing other things reselling related, it's been trying to figure out how to situate and organize and get rid of dead stock material, material, dead stock um, items that, mm -hmm. that are just not worth selling, not worth my time to list, um, bad, bad buys, things like that. Uh, so I've been doing a ton of that stuff. And, you know, I'm working in a relatively I'll say relatively small for what I would like to do. I like space and I like to have things organized. And right now it is just not organized, but it's getting there. Um, and I've been spending a lot of hours. I was up till three o'clock in the morning, two of the last three nights um, or mornings, I guess, uh, working down here, listing. Uh, you know, I've had 35 listings in the last two days. I'm really happy with that. Okay. Um, awesome. 
none yet tonight, uh, but I'm going to do some, I think, once everybody's asleep, just a, and only a handful. I'm not going to try to beat myself up today. Um, but yeah, so that's my news is that I'm going to officially make that transition uh, to full-time reseller. And um, if there are any full-time resellers out there listening that have any advice, um, would be willing to uh, uh, reach out and just uh, you know, say hello and, and be someone that uh, could listen when I go through these, um, I, would, I would appreciate that. Um, the one thing that's been really cool is, um, is John has really pushed me in terms of, um, you know, trying to be, trying to be an accountability partner. I know you, you usually talk about that when it comes to like, you know, addictions or something, right. but when it comes to starting a business, uh, you know, especially with this, you know, for me, I'm going to talk about that. What's the biggest obstacle and that's going to be keeping yourself motivated and um, time management. And what better way to do that than to have somebody that is keeping you accountable that does this full time, who does it very successfully. And so that's been, that's been really helpful to get me started and to get me into the mindset of what's it going to be like every day. So yeah. no, that's awesome. Um, I would say we're 42 minutes in, I think we've buried the lead like twice with <laughs> having a new baby and, um, you know, going out on this full-time reseller adventure. Um, I mean, so con congrats on both. Thank I, I you. I think that's, uh, that, that's, that's really, really cool. Um, glad to, <laughs> glad to be a part of that and to, yeah. you know, kind of know yeah. these things that are going on. So yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. You guys, uh, you guys have both been very good friends, uh, through all of this and, uh, it's been tough. <laughs> it's been a tough couple of weeks. I know you had a tough, you know, I know you had your vacation, but before that, man, that was a tough. It was not fun. That was a uh, tough week. Not fun, but I, I don't know. Like it's, yeah, it sucked, but uh, we were, we were able to make the best out of it. Right. So we, like I said, we, we, we stayed, um, stayed with John and, uh, and his wife. So my sister-in-law, um, and our kids, they've, they've obviously were family. We've been together for, yeah. you know, years. So, yeah. uh, being able to stay there and, you know, playing games every night and stuff yeah. like that. So it's yeah. like, you know, Hey, you know what, this is like a, yeah. a family staycation. So we it's definitely made the best of it. Something different too. You know, the kids, yeah. if you think about it, think about the pandemic, man, we, you know, how, how often have the kids have been able to get out and go stay somewhere else and yeah. you've been in your house for a year and change and yep. so uh, anyways john uh we thank you for the question uh interesting that you would ask that question when you did um because yeah. it serendipitous it, it, and maybe yeah maybe maybe that got me thinking but uh you know i had thought about it before but then just some frustrations that had gone on for me personally um it was it made it to the point where I really needed to think about it. And I started looking at numbers and I'm like, yeah, I can do this. This, this is definitely possible. Um, 
So anyways, uh, we appreciate your question. If anybody has a question for us, um, I'm going to go ahead and just let people know how to connect with us. So if you have a question, uh, any comments, suggestions, anything like that, please email us at flipitcuriously at gmail.com. Also, we have uh, our buymeacoffee.com slash flipitcuriously. And um, for that, we have our first sponsor. We have our first couple of beers that have been donated to us. Nice. So Dustin uh, Foster, the picker who listens to us, we met at the reseller rally. Um, he is in Marion, Ohio. And um, he and I have been in conversation uh, just on Instagram and stuff. And he's um, donated us $10 to our beer fund. So we appreciate that. Heck yeah. And, uh, Dustin, anybody wants to go check him out, Foster the Picker on YouTube. Um, yeah, good stuff. So thank hey, you, Dustin. Yeah, thank this you, Dustin. This one's free. <laughs> this one's on you. That's um, right. This one's on you. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't realize he was in Marion. So I think I think you mentioned that Dustin said if I wanted to get my butt kicked in some uh, frisbee golf, he was game. Is thank that, is I, that think accurate? Oh, I think that's what it said in the email. Okay. Okay. I know he because he said it. Let's see. It says, "Cheers to the great podcast." Also, Brennan, anytime you want your butt kicked in disc golf, let me know. Thanks for keeping me entertained while listening. P.S. Dog check. <laughs> Very nice. Good. Yeah, no, we we need to we need to get out and play. I uh, I want to learn. I played at your house a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. I I, I I think I could enjoy that. I'm not I'm not doubting that Dustin would would kick my butt. So I, I'm. <laughs> I'm going to to say let's get together and maybe you can teach me a thing or two. There you go. And uh, you know, I can I can get a little bit better at it. But yeah, that would that would be that'd be fantastic. Maybe we can figure out some way of doing a you know, a reseller reseller disc golf uh, disc golf outing. So There we go. There any we resellers go. listening that are local, you right? know, uh, southern Ohio yeah, <laughs> or just, just Ohio, Kentucky. Ohio, Ohio Kentucky uh yeah send us an email and maybe we'll try to yeah. figure that out that'd be cool that would actually be a lot of fun and so i know you've got you well you've got stuff but they have courses and stuff so yes i just have a basket we need we you need a, a basket john's a got one too right <laughs> yeah we've, we do have one at the shop now which is uh which is awesome yeah so anyways uh brennan where can people follow you on social media what's the best outlet for for them to follow you uh best outlets are going to be uh youtube the curious picker um and again thanks to everyone that's that's uh subscribed out there i've over 5100 subs right now which is really cool um, oh. i'm very very excited about that yeah. uh, also uh instagram the curious picker and uh facebook um, at brennan blackwell or the curious picker um, feel free to send me a friend request i i am not guaranteeing that i will accept you so <laughs> just, just letting that be known right now it, it's, it's not a guarantee, but yeah. uh, I can guarantee you, you won't be accepted if you don't try. So yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good way to, good way to put it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's where you can find myself. And how about you, Tony? All right. So uh, I've got uh, Instagram flip it DU and I'm really happy. I just posted my hundredth post here recently. Um, and um, I've only been on Instagram here since January. I started at the beginning of the year because I thought I'd like to do more with my reselling. And I've got 
I'm up to 342 followers. I'm happy with that. It's not a ton, but for just starting and trying to trying to get my name out there, I've had a bunch of followers here in the last 24 hours. Um, so that was really nice. Uh, so follow me on on Flip It Du on Instagram, and then the one that I've been really pushing. Um, I had a really good start on YouTube. Um, Flip It Downside Up is my channel name. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe, I sure wouldn't. Uh, I, I sure wouldn't stop you from subscribing. So I had 50 subscribers in the first two weeks, which I thought was really good. And then because of the baby, I didn't get a video out, and I'm just stuck at. I was stuck at about 75. I got two in the last 24 hours. So I'm up to 70 or two or three. I'm up to 78 right now. It's not a, it's not a lot. Um, I'm trying to push. I was hoping to push in that first month to 100. That was my goal. Um, and then when the baby happened, um, when she was born early, I didn't have anything ready to do videos. And I just, it just didn't work out. So you know, no big deal. So my goal is 100. If you're listening and you would like to support me, I sure wouldn't mind uh, if you subscribed and checked out my content. Um, so yeah, those are the two two places to follow me. And then also, I, I kind of forget sometimes we are now on because we only have one video, but we are now on YouTube as well with the uh, right. podcast. Um, flip it curiously. Uh, Good stuff. And we got 15 subscribers on that and we've only posted one video and they're like two hours long. So yeah, you know, 15 subscribers, we appreciate that. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, yeah. So, and one of the other things that I didn't mention yet, um, if you haven't noticed your podcast or on the YouTube channel, we have a logo. Logo is awesome. We have a logo, a guy I work with, Matt, um, put together this logo he put a, a couple concepts together for us and brendan and i came together and picked this logo and uh i think it works perfectly for what we're what we're doing what we're trying to do so yeah thank you matt we appreciate that and now that's our you know that's our brand if you see that you know that's the podcast so yeah. you know you don't have to look at my my logo anymore now you can look at uh, a non-pixelated version of uh, <laughs> of our actual logo so which is very cool yeah yeah, I, I, do, I really like that logo. That was uh, very cool with him to reach out and be willing to do that for us yeah. as well. So very cool. Yeah, it was it was funny because he's like, he's a pretty quiet guy. And he was he was talking. He's like, so I did some research. I listened to some of your podcasts. And then he's like, and then I went on YouTube. He's like, and then I got sucked into YouTube. And I started watching <laughs> these videos of the Cincinnati Picker. <laughs> And so awesome. I, told, I told John and he's like, that is awesome. Yeah, that is <laughs> so, so cool. So, you know, and, and look, that's why John, I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken from what I saw this morning, I think he has 199,000 subscribers now. So he is yeah, he's, he's right on that close. doorstep yeah. to 200K. And that is, that is amazing. A, that is really, really amazing. amazing. It hasn't been that long. I mean, for, yeah, uh, what do you say? Four years he's been doing this. Yeah, like that's that's a, that's, that's fantastic. That's, I mean, shoot, I'm 70, 77 in a month. I'm like, when yeah. did when did a hundred thousand start subscribing yeah. to people's channels? It's uh, it's all what's the word exponential exponential growth, right? So like the more. Sure. I think it's yeah, it's yeah that exponential growth is really what what drives it, and you've. 
<laughs> I think to get to that level, you've got to have, I don't know if you have to have, but I would think you've got to have at least a few videos that you somehow get to go viral. Yeah. Right. Definitely. That gets you, you know, a million views and then you can bring in, you know, you bring in a lot more subs that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a grind. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's been grinding and he's, yeah. he's really good at it. And yes, he is. And people, I like told him. him that I told him that yesterday and he's like, Oh, thanks. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's, there's a reason he has that many subscribers. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not asking people to subscribe, you know, even though I'm doing that, uh, you know, it's not asking people to, you know, maybe at one point it was, but it's not now. Now it's about his personality. It's about his content. It's about the way in which he, he holds himself uh, around other people and the way he treats people that, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. It really I does. Mean, and as much as I, I love a lot of other uh, resellers, there's times where I'm like, even myself, I'm like, God, I'm kind of an asshole or, you know, <laughs> like there are times where it's like, I, I could see, I could see where yeah, that this could turn some people off. And I know even he has, they, they did a thing on their podcast where they talk about, you know, mean, tw- not mean tweets, but it's basically mean tweets, yeah, mean, like mean, comment. mean comments or whatever. Yeah. And so, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. Someone will think you're doing wrong. Someone will think you're doing it wrong. Uh, some people will think you're, you're, you're sleazy or a slime bag or whatever. And it's just because of the nature of what it is we are doing. Um, yeah, it, and, uh, it's, I mean, yeah, so two things. So one with John, I would say, I'd say that he's good enough. He's smart enough. And gosh, darn it, people like him. That's right. <laughs> I think that's, uh, that, that's the key for, uh, for John. Um, but when it comes to the comments, like you said, it is, it's the nature of people <laughs> um, and the nature of the the internet so the the comment section on the internet is uh generally a a place you don't want to trend there too often i feel like that's a special place in hell a lot of times um luckily for us the majority of the time we've got you know lots of good lots of good content lots of good people lots of good comments but there's always going to be there's always going to be the naysayers and um the haters for lack of a better term and the more people that like you mm-hmm. the more people you'll have that sure that dislike you which is funny because i'm always like man i don't have enough dislikes on my videos that's <laughs> there's not enough people uh okay. not enough people watching right um because either way you know a, a like or a dislike at least you you're feeling something either that's, way that's if, true. if you watch the video so and that's that's so true um so that that reminds me of what um wrestling uh wwe vince mcmahon knows what he wants and there was a particular wrestler who is now probably one of the most uh hated but like over uh one of the best guys they've got right now is roman reigns and for a lot of years roman reigns people didn't like him because they felt like Vince McMahon just picked him and just shoved him down our throat. Like he was the chosen one. He's the one that is going to be my star. So here he is, you know, I don't care what you think. This is what's, you know, he's going to be a good guy. Uh, Well, now he's finally a heel. He's a bad guy. And it it finally makes sense. And he's finally like in his groove and people are accepting him as a top guy. 
Um, the same thing happened with John Cena when he did his wrestling stuff. Like he was shoved down everybody's throat for all these years. And they're like, I don't, I don't like this guy. And so what Vince McMahon has said and kind of his, his philosophy, at least based on what I have heard and read is that I don't care what kind of reaction he gets. You can boo them. You can cheer them as long as he gets a strong reaction. I don't care what that reaction is. And that makes sense now in the entertainment part of it. But if you go back to when like we were kids or before, not, not maybe when we were kids, but like, like the eighties, if you look at that in the seventies, it was clearly about good versus evil. Yeah. And, and you would never want that philosophy. And so when it became more entertainment, that became his philosophy is as long as people are, are reacting in some way, the worst thing that could happen is there'd be no reaction. And that's yep. when you know a guy's career is done, that his, he's got no chances if there is no reaction. So I, I completely understand that thought process you've got there with the likes and the dislikes. Yeah. I also don't understand what, why anybody would, would dislike. I guess I've disliked a couple videos every once in a while, um, but not, not very often. Maybe, yeah. maybe once or twice. I, it's, it's not been often. I, I, if I have, I don't remember Yeah, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So either, yeah, either like it or I don't, but I right. <laughs> very rarely will I just, will I actually click the dislike button on something. Yeah. So anyways, um, all right. So we got that. So I know it's been a little weird. We don't have a featured topic this week. Um, we basically took a lot of time to talk about what the heck's been going on. Yeah. Um, so now, it's been different because of everything that has been going on, but um, I'm going to still go through and see, see, what, uh, see what's been going on. So you guys were able to do a little bit of sourcing um, while you were on your trip. So tell us a little bit about what that was like, especially the very first one, because that one. one to me is like straight out of Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm gonna give a quick timeout. Um, so it's been a while since we've been on this podcast. I'm out of beer. I'm going to go get another one. Yeah, so I'm almost I will, uh, <laughs> I will be back. <laughs> All right. While Brennan's getting his beer, let's see, what should we do? Mm, I don't know. I could show you my, my workspace so far. Any of you uh, fans of shed flips, garage flips let's see if i can do this finger correctly i bought this from lonnie several years ago it used to be hanging right above his door in the shed uh, i am an i'm an ohio state master's degree graduate and i can't stand their football team i'm an lsu fan God, i can't do this there we go i'm an lsu fan and so when lsu beat ohio state for the national championship it was right i think it was the year before i went to grad school there that was tremendous um <laughs> so uh when i saw that i had i had watched that for a long time in his store and he had it listed uh, and i sent him an offer and it was a pretty i mean yeah it was a pretty low offer uh but but yeah i think lonnie sold me that for 35 bucks right there so that's my lsu uh ohio state national championship it's handmade um yeah it's pretty cool i like it 3824 Ohio State fans. Hope you remember that forever. That's pretty cool. Are you an Ohio State fan? I am not. LSU fan? 
I'm an LSU fan. Yeah. I know Lonnie's LSU. Yep. I was telling, telling the folks out here in, in La La Land that, uh, that, <laughs> that, uh, I got my master's at Ohio state. Oh, nice. I'm an LSU fan. I, I don't like Ohio state's football team. And honestly, it's not the football team. I don't like, uh, it's the fans. I, and it's not everybody. I have friends who are lots of friends who are fans. We're in Ohio, right. uh, but the way in which a good portion of those people behave and can't accept when they have lost or can't accept if they're not really as good as the ranking. And I can't handle that. It's like, mm-hmm. there is a reality check at some point where you say this team isn't as good as the, as the year. Yeah. So um, anyways, uh, I have been an LSU fan since 2000 and I think I went down in 2002 or 2003 to Baton Rouge with a friend of mine. Uh, and we went to a game against Arkansas at the end of the year and they annihilated Arkansas. And that was the year LSU beat Oklahoma for the national championship. So I've seen that national championship since I've been a fan. We've got this one against Ohio state, which was super sweet. And then the one Joe Burrow um, against Clemson, man, that was, I I've never seen a season like that was so fun. Uh, and then football after that has not been fun because it just wasn't as good. And it was a pandemic. And yeah. whew, when you lose that much of a team, it's, it's tough. So that is rough. I will give Ohio state credit similar to Alabama, as much as I don't like the programs, they're phenomenal. Um, yeah. And Clemson too, like they know what they're doing and they are the, the three of them are the true Kings of college football. I, yeah. I will not throw anybody else into that category. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, all shakes out with the uh, with the new likeness rights uh, yeah. piece of the college yeah. the college game. I'll be very be very curious to see if that levels any playing fields across uh, hmm. across schools. Not hmm. not insinuating that any of these schools are paying players. Um, I you mean I've like heard... every one of them? <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I will be, uh, I'll be curious to see how that plays out to me. I mean, it's again, not a political show, but college football is not an amateur sport any longer. It's it's a billion dollars. I was going to say the billions of dollars or the billion dollars that they make. um, Yeah. I, I always had an issue. I will say I always had an issue with people complaining about athletes not getting paid because I struggled so much and still hold my student loans, even though I was almost a 4.0 student in in high school. Mm. Um, I still have all these student loans and I know that people are going there on scholarship, getting full rides um, and then going and being able to, not everybody, but some of them are, are able to go make money and they already get everything for free. And so that was always a tough sell for me, but I'm to the point now where if you are, if you're good enough and you have the ability to build a brand, I'm so much into that now, like entrepreneurship. And if there's one thing we've learned in this pandemic is that, is that people, people, people can only really trust themselves when it comes to employment. Um, at least that's my take on it. And I think that's why so many people are not going back out into the workforce. Uh, I, I had a little bit of a Facebook conversation with people about that today. Like 
I said, I said, you know, I think there's a, I think there's a, um, a misconception that nobody wants to work. And that's why places are closing early or whatever. But there's a lot, there's a lot more than that. Like the gig economy is, is bigger than it's ever been. And it's not going anywhere like Uber and, and, and Uber Eats and DoorDash. And that stuff is just, it's going to continue to grow because it's, it's a flexible schedule. It's a flex job. It's, it's like the, you know, that gig economy is just going to keep growing because it gives people options. Um, It also is better pay than a lot of the jobs in a restaurant or in certain places. Um, And then the other thing is how many people have decided that I don't trust, you know, I I guess I'm one of those people, although I didn't lose my job. um, One of the books I read um, and I'm reading right now to kind of motivate me and get me switched over in mindset is you're a badass and you're a badass at making money by Jen Sincero. And what she talks about is like that idea that like we are all relying on somebody else to pay us to walk into our job and have that job every time we walk in and that every two weeks we're going to get that paycheck. Well, what happens when we don't? What happens when they can't? What happens when they stop doing that or they let you go? I have a buddy, one of my very best friends is going to be the best man at my wedding. He was just he was he just lost his job for the fourth time since 2016. Jeez. Third time, one was a mutual like we we're not getting along. This doesn't work. And then this is the third time his position has been eliminated. Wow. So he is a perfect example of why keep going back to to people who who clearly think you're a dispense you're dispensable. And I think we learned that a lot at the beginning of the pandemic, that these companies were able to keep on maybe their top level people and keep a skeleton group of people working uh, in some cases. And everyone else was, for, for lack of a better term, dispensable. And I think a lot of those people have said, you know what, I trust myself in my ability to build a business better than I do in someone else hiring me and being able to keep me uh, consistently being paid. So that's kind of, you know, that's just kind of one of my thoughts about yeah. the whole thing. Um, that makes a lot of sense. So, all right. Well, where are we at in this? Oh, other than almost out of beer. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to fill some seconds here in a little bit. So yeah, tell us again, up. you timed out. So we're going to time back in. <laughs> yeah. um, congratulations to the Bucks on their, uh, on their um, NBA championship. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good job, Giannis. Good job, Middleton. Look. No, they, they, I mean, they, it was, it was a good series. It was a fun series to watch. I watched the first five games. I did not get to watch, um, I did not watch game six last this night. This is how many playoff games I watched this year. Zero. Yeah. I don't, we talked was, about this before, yeah. like, but, but the fact that it was different it was fun. Different teams. That to me, that's fun. I bet you it wasn't in the ratings, but I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. care. I'm um, not. I, that's a good point. I didn't check the ratings. My only my guess is due to the lack of sports last year, the ratings probably weren't as bad as they yeah. could have been. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun series. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, we actually drove past the stadium in Phoenix um the night of game five there oh, really? were people outside yeah we didn't do it on purpose yeah we ended up <laughs> somehow getting getting that way but uh I think yeah, so. I, 
yeah, I would not be standing outside in 115 degrees at oh, eight Lord. o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no. Now Phoenix is a, a, is notorious for being quite hot, is it not? Phoenix is Phoenix is yeah. Phoenix is very warm, uh, especially in the summer. <laughs> um, very yeah. We our plane Sunday we got we got up at 4 a.m. It was already like 90 something degrees outside. Yeah. Like it was terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So just looking at that NBA finals, um, when's the last time somebody that was a star player like Giannis, when's the last time someone did it right and, and didn't get a bunch of guys to come play with him? Um, I, I mean, I might say Toronto with Kawhi Leonard and, and uh, those guys, because those guys kind of came together and they kind of grew together. And Kawhi came to them mm-hmm. um, from San Antonio. Um, but maybe the I, San Antonio teams, maybe like where they didn't just a, a, assemble a super unit. I mean, I mean, I would I would say LeBron and going back to Cleveland like that was not a that was not a super team. Uh, Kevin Love is I mean, he's not what he was. Yeah. He could he could never be your best player. No. And you win a championship. Oh God, no. Kyrie Irving could never be your best nope. player nope. and win a championship. No, and he's proved that, has he not? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I like Kyrie Irving because I'm a I'm a Duke fan, so I've I've always liked Kyrie, but he's, uh, he's a little I guess we can't be friends anymore. I gotta go. <laughs> you out of here. <laughs> Are you a Cameron crazy? I am. I am a Cameron crazy. I love Love the Cameron crazies. Now, like last year, I didn't watch a single second of college yeah, basketball. Yeah. I didn't watch not not one second. Couldn't care less. What's this podcast about, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, basketball. It's, it's about a lot of things. Sorry, guys. We haven't. No, this we is haven't talked this is what while, we so. needed because you and I have barely. Yeah, I've I've actually probably talked at least on text. I probably texted with John a little bit more the last couple of weeks, um, because because you were on vacation i was like i'm yeah. i'm just gonna let him let him be and stop being a <laughs> and it was an odd time time difference too we're three hours three hours yeah. three hours apart so like that it. uh that definitely makes a that makes Woo! a difference nice shirt nature boy that's a that's a meyer special right there but that's a darn good shirt it looks vintage it is not at all it's not well hey if this was vintage I wouldn't be wearing it. it could be worth hundreds of dollars, but It'd be in your eBay store. Polo. There you go. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. It'd be sold already. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think you're right about that. I think you're so, right. So let's, let's talk Okay, uh, before the timeout. So we're back in, uh, we, okay. I, I okay. asked you about the garage sales out there. Like, what was that like out in, I know you weren't in Albuquerque, New Mexico, like breaking <laughs> bad, sure. but man, the pictures you sent and your video, I'm like, this is literally where is the RV? Because yep. <laughs> it is, it's the Both same is around here somewhere. It's gotta be same, same type of, same type of thing. Um, scenery for sure. Um, that is good beer. The God. sales were, sales were interesting. Um, obviously being on vacation, we didn't, I didn't get to do like a, a real, you know, full weekend or anything like that of sales. So the right. first sale that you were talking about, um was a complete surprise to all of us we were we were in tucson we were heading to saguaro national park and we saw a garage sale sign 
and of course we had to uh, we had to stop was that first day in uh second day so because you we, we are late, late late yeah we flew in late so yeah we we flew in slept got up the next day gotcha. drove to tucson um <clears throat> for that park and that sale i believe it was called chet's emporium or chester's emporium oh, oh he and, had a name oh yeah he had a name uh, my camera work was not very good so i, I apologize but i don't um, think you can make that much better well, the one thing that would have made it better, so someone on my YouTube video, his comment was, if Mad Max had a yard sale. And I was like, oh, you that's the title. Told, Man, that Damn was it. a viral video. <laughs> that that was the title because that is... Well, you can change your title, right? Yeah, but it's too late now. Is it? Okay. Probably, yeah. I think you have to change it within like the first couple of hours of the video really i don't know i could try it i've always noticed i've always noticed that with big big youtube guys one that i watched bass player davy 504 I'll, I'll see a video and then later on i'm like that was not what that was titled before and the guy's got almost 10 million viewers, viewers or, yeah. uh, subscribers sorry not viewers subscribers but anyway <laughs> uh yeah it was paycheck. it was a ridiculous a ridiculous yard sale um were there just, tumbleweeds? Because that would have been. I didn't see any tumbleweeds. If there were tumbleweeds like going. Didn't see, oh man, that, that would have been just, fantastic. That would have been the opening of the opening of the video. <laughs> Tumbleweed rolling past the doll's head. Um, yeah, there was just. I mean, we didn't buy anything because yeah. why? Why would you? Um, covered in dirt and dust. everything was covered in dust. Like it was just an absolute mess. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I talked to him briefly. I'm like, hey, do you have a lot of people coming out? He's like, well, not when it's this hot. Um, he said people typically are looking for something in particular. And, you know, they'll they'll stop by. Like you got a tarp, a shovel, <laughs> and some rope. That yeah, that, and a doll. <laughs> and um, a just, doll. And a doll. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was very interesting. Um, but then, so, um, while we were staying in Sedona, Sedona, Sedona is a very expensive place to live. Okay. Um, it's, it's a very upscale place. So I figured, you know, there could be a couple of decent, you know, decent sales here. Um, and again, like I said, I, I, I was able to fill up a suitcase with stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the one sale, uh, girl was moving to peru oh wow um and that was a, it was a really cool sale it was very very pretty where they had the sale at um they didn't have any prices on anything i hate that and they were they were very very karma dharma based so i was like i don't i don't want to lowball any offer so i'm just not going to buy anything yeah um, at, at this one yeah um but they, i mean they were they were very cool they're very nice people yeah, but didn't buy anything there. So I mean, we we were able to hit. I want to say we hit probably ten, ten or twelve sales uh, overall. Uh, okay. We weren't able to get up or get out early enough on Saturday to really hit anything. Yeah, um, hit a couple on that day, but really didn't didn't find much. But um, overall, I, I think if I had some actual time to source out there. Um, it could be could be pretty cool and i did have one really good 
one really good sale where I got all the magnets. Um, oh, those were cool. Yeah, and the sports stuff that 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 was that was very cool. But yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. Thrift stores are a little pricey in Sedona. Uh, so was that? Oh, little, little yeah, pricey. that video, <laughs> the video you had with the lightning. Yes. <laughs> I was like, see that lightning? I think I put it on Facebook. I was like, that <laughs> lightning said. Don't, don't go. go to Goodwill. Don't do <laughs> and, it. Didn't listen. I had to. I had to keep going. Had to keep going. Now that that drive was so cool, though. Like yeah. it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. And the lightning looks. It looks more. Um, it looks more dubious than it actually was. So I like the video. The video is different. <laughs> yeah, the video is very different. So I had the the GoPro recording as I was driving. And then as I was going through and uh, editing, I slowed down the video and got it as big as I could and then took a, a screenshot of that. Yeah. So that's what makes it look so amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I mean, it was just a little lightning strike in all honesty, but. Yeah, that's awesome. So during that time then out there and, um what what would you say was your your find your best find out there uh definitely the the, the rubber magnets yeah. um Vintage. do we let's see here uh can we share screens on here does that work i have no idea I, you probably you know what you can i just Looks like you you have it disabled i think yeah share screen i don't want to share my screen i know that let's see advanced Oh, look at all these things you can do on this. Um, I can I can allow. I'm just trying to figure out where it is. Advanced one participant. Advanced sharing all participants. Sharing. Here, this I think you should be able to share now if you want. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Let's see. Let's try it. Work in progress, people. Work in progress. Right. That's what this is about. That's right. Everything I'm, everything we're doing. I don't know if the sharing shows up in the record or not. So we'll. Uh, we'll I believe see. it we, does. If I'm not mistaken, off it to does. the side. Yeah. All right. So can you see my screen then, Tony? Yeah. Sweet. Um, okay. So uh, at one of the sales uh, we went to, um, as an actually it's an old lady, and it was. Uh, the place was a retirement home. Oh, really? Um, yeah, that I guess um, it, it's no longer a retirement home. Um, and she, I guess she owns the place. The person that was leasing it uh, ended up having to back out of their lease. Um, so anyway, that doesn't really matter. Um, she had purchased a sports store. Um, she said back in the 70s, and she had all these things still just sitting around. I never watched uh, your video. Dang it. I, I, that title is in my head, but I never, I never clicked on that one. Well, Hey, you yeah. know, when you get done, if you're, if you're bored, take a look, or this is the cliff notes version. So this is all you really need to know about it. Um, and so she had all these, these magnets. So, uh, she had them at 25 cents a piece. Um, so I've got, I've got four of these boards and then I had a bunch of uh, extra loose ones. So I did, I started listing these yesterday. Um, I listed, there it is. I think I listed all of them. I listed a bunch of them individually. 
And then I did, I think, three or four lots. Um, so I did one lot as a buy it now, which is this one uh, okay. for 60. And I took an offer of 55 55. It was like almost instantly that they sent the offer. Um, oh, you sold? Oh, you yeah, sold? This, yeah, this oh, one wow. sold already. Wow. That one sold. The other two I did as auctions. I was mm -hmm. just trying to mess around because I've never done these before. So I wanted yeah. to kind of go both ways and see you know, what would happen. Yeah. Um, both of those auctions are, I think are both up to around 42 or 45 wow. uh, at this point. Um, so these were quarter a piece. Uh, I paid 21, I think it was 21.75 for all of them. Um, so definitely the best find out there. It's doing, doing very well. That's awesome. What yeah. do you need, Luca? <laughs> Come down here. Daddy can't hear well enough to know what you're saying. You need a bath? Oh, he needs a bath. I'm I don't in the think middle can... of something, sir. You'll get a bath in a little while. <laughs> I don't think we can put that on YouTube. <laughs> no, sir. All right. Well, so that was your find. That was your find of the uh, of at least was... a week down on on uh, while you were gone there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I've been sourcing whenever I can. I've been running around to thrift stores. I've done really well lately. Thrift stores and uh, some garage sales. I've actually been more inclined to go to thrift stores lately than garage sales. And I just think it's based on the time of day and the days of the week that I'm available. Um, am I kicking? Is it this? I'll show you what I'm doing. I'm literally just hitting that corner of that paper. And it sounds like I'm kicking something. Excellent. It does, yes. I am a nervous person. So if you hear things, it's usually my foot or I'm like, something's, I'm doing some <laughs> I'm making noises. My apologies, I got a very hot mic here. Hey, all good. So uh, my finds of the week, uh, I'll, I'll go, uh, garage sale Jack and I went to last weekend I saw it started at 10 o'clock on Saturday and I was like, you know, maybe it was, it was either Friday or Saturday. Hey buddy, you want to come say hi to everybody? Come here. Yes. <sighs> say hi. What's up? You remember Brennan? No, because you were sleeping. Yeah, you were, you were knocked out, man. You missed all the fun. That's a cranky boy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you want to go play? Is that an upside down Jack Johnson shirt or Curious George? Curious George. <laughs> All I know is it's Curious George goes bananas. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, oh, don't worry about that. I mean, you go back upstairs so I can finish my podcast. No. Nope. I knew he's gonna find that. <laughs> For two dollars. I bought this Moana boat uh, and it's got, hold on, let me see it. It's got the, uh, oh, that's awesome. I don't know where it goes, but oh, here. <laughs> and he is obsessed with Moana and I just brought it in the house and he just found it. Ah, Two dollars. You're welcome. That sells, that sells for about 25 bucks. So oh, I'm nice. That's not staying here. <laughs> <laughs> I've done too many of the, I've, I've given him too many things that, that I've purchased for, uh, for a uh, a profit, honey, you leave that yep. right there, okay? You want to use Moana? She doesn't have any clothes. <laughs> Anyways, so my my find of the week, we went to a garage sale ten o'clock last Saturday, 
or the Saturday prior. And um, I walked up and the first thing I saw as soon as, soon as I got out of the car was a, uh, I saw a rock band drum set. Yes. And so I walked up and he had a guitar and a drum set and he had six games and, um, and uh, the microphone, the kick pedal. Only thing he did not have, unfortunately, was the dongle that goes to the guitar. That thing sells for like $75 to $100 alone. Which system was it again? PS3. Okay. And the guitar I found, so I paid $40. He had $40 listed. I didn't, I was just like, I'm going to buy it because I think it's, I think I can easily make my money here. The guitar is from um, a game called Warriors. I think it's called Warriors of Rock. And it's a really different looking guitar. And I had not seen it before. And so uh, I was really excited to get that. And it looks like if I had the dongle, that guitar with the dongle sells for like a hundred and between a hundred and 150, I think. Um, so I don't have the dongle, unfortunately, but I still think that guitar is gonna bring in a good amount of money. I think the, the drum set alone seems to bring in a really good amount of money. And it came with six of the, six of the games. So, um, and it was rock band and guitar hero. So it's kind yeah. of, a, it's kind of a hodgepodge, but for $40, I was really happy with that buy. And then yesterday I was at, uh... oh, you're going to show mommy what you got. Okay. Yeah. There it goes. There goes my $25. <laughs> um, anyways, um, yesterday I went to Valley thrift and um, I went to, first I went to a, uh, a huge rummage sale and it was ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and i there were some ridiculous prices and there were some good prices and then it was just too much stuff i i couldn't like i literally had a headache when i left um but i went to valley thrift after that i found a printer a brother printer uh mfc j four seven five dw let me look this up again because i can't remember the soul comps i paid twelve dollars and 99 cents uh for it brother um and uh, the sold comps there was another one there that was like a an hp like a pro but knowing brother seems to be a higher quality printer if i'm not mistaken than any of the other ones um like it was pretty good yeah so um, looking at this one, I paid $12.99. I plugged it in. It works. It has ink in it still. Um, and the sold comps on this guy, which because I'm going full-time, <laughs> I decided I'm getting back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start having more time to and making a, a habit of listing the electronics because I think a lot of people who have really big sales, um, I've noticed a lot of them are a lot they're they're heavily into electronic stuff um not everybody but but yeah. there are some that make some really good on mm -hmm. like um like i bought i'll just show you this while i'm, while I'm sitting here i bought this mr coffee like latte machine and it still has like the stuff in the package on the top um i bought this for ten dollars and 99 cents and I mean, I think that sells, that'll sell for, I don't know, 50 to a hundred dollars. So like, wow. there's Jeez. like, there are things, there are things that, you know, to look out for, I guess. Uh, and yeah. so, dang it, I got sidetracked. 
So this printer will sell uh, the highest one, 199, 85, 75, 79. And this is all with, with shipping is on top. So for, for 1299, as long as it works, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy with that. So that was a really good pickup I found yesterday among some other really good stuff I found lately uh, awesome. at, at the thrift stores. Oh, I actually forgot about this. Hold up. I got another one. Oh, this man. Is, this is going to be the longest podcast ever. And it's just me walking around my basement looking for <laughs> Dang it. I got to give that kid a bath. Oh, here it is. So this is really interesting. I showed, I sent a picture of, of this to John. I found this at Goodwill on my way home from the other Goodwills and Valley Thrift. I stopped at the one that's not so good close to my house. <laughs> the not so Goodwill? And it's not so Goodwill. Um, and I found this uh, for $1.99. It's called the Game of Self-Knowledge. Hmm. And I, look, I, now this is brand, this is brand new. Uh, and this is just with the UPC, but it's 180, 185. And so if I typed in the game of self-knowledge, the game of self nah, because there's more than, there's more comps than that. So it's, it'll go, be, I think it'll go between 50 and 100. I think that 175 is a little high. Yeah, it's listed incredibly high um, by most people, and I haven't looked. I haven't looked yet to see if everything's in there, but B Bolo, what, what? yeah, two bucks. No idea. No idea. No, looked interesting, and I think that a lot of times, as a reseller, um, maybe this will be my tip of the week. Like, if you're a reseller, you're new, um, or you're part time. Not always, but. But a lot of times things that look unique or look different or weird or off the wall, a lot of times those things have a lot of value. Um, yep. And there's uh, clearly there's going to be things that surprise you that are very bland and plain that also have a lot of value. But if you're just starting out, that might be a good thing. You know, if something catches your eye as being a little different. Um, maybe a little more unique than everything else is sitting there. Take a look at it. Look it up on your phone. Um, I, you know, I know there's people out there that are resellers who are like, uh, you know, oh, thrift store prices are high because you guys look at your phones when you're there. Well, guess what? I'm going to keep doing it because I need to learn how to do it. <laughs> and, yeah. and yes, there are thrift store prices that are high, like the Skittle, was a Skittle bowl I found at Valley Thrift was 30 bucks. And I was like, knowing that that's all taped up and with not like, knowing what's in there not yeah. knowing what's in there i said i'm not paying 30 bucks and they've had they've got some crazy prices on stuff there and then they've got ridiculous i bought a, a type electronic typewriter a brother electronic typewriter yesterday for a dollar 99 oh wow la thrift and it's it's not in great condition but it i i plugged it in and it it types, types. It so $1.99. If I, what, if I, if it doesn't work, I, I lose $1.99. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's like a, buying a cheeseburger. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say that the reason thrift store prices are high, it's not because we're looking things up on our phone. It's because the thrift stores do the same thing that we do. Mm -hmm. um, if you, if you it's look, not as good at it. <laughs> right. If you look Google, Google or Google, 
Goodwill has Goodwill auctions. Goodwill has eBay stuff. They they sell things online. So they are doing the exact same things that we do. Yep. It's just some things slip through, some things they let go on the shelves. But that that's the reason lots of prices are are, are high yep. at uh, at thrift stores, in my opinion, at least. That's that's my understanding. So I agree, I agree with that too because it's it, it's it's more public, you know, that with the, with the the rise or the increase in in YouTube. Um, let's talk about that. You know, the reselling community on YouTube is quite large and more and more people are starting channels. And, you know, I'm one of those people who are fairly new to this and I'm trying to build a channel and, you know, I've had, I've had some thoughts that, okay, maybe it's an oversaturated market, but good content is good content similar to good product is good product. And I can't say that what I have is good content yet. I think it is. Um, but but I don't know that yet, you know, and I've got a lot to learn. I've got a lot of ideas. I'm trying to figure out, and I think you've tried to do this too. How do how do you make yourself different from, from the other ones? Right. Like, I've noticed like for you, you ask a question in, in most of yours and that's a little different than like, you're, you're trying to like, what's my little niche? What's the one thing that can set me apart from, from, from another guy? Like I'm kind of like, I, I've been recording myself pulling orders. Well, I, I decided I'm not going to do that anymore. That's I'll sit down and go through my orders a little bit differently. And I'll talk about, you know, I want to talk about how much I paid, how much I sold it for, what it looked like, you know, not on every item, but what it looked like with shipping and fees and, and what's my return on investment on certain items and things like yeah. that. So like, I want to do things a little bit differently. And some people do that, but, yeah. but I decided like, I can't, just be like what John does or what, what Lonnie has done. And even Lonnie is to the point with shed flips where he's like, you know, this isn't working for me anymore. I want to do something different. I want to do it a different way. And so I'm trying to think in my head, how do I make myself different from all of these other people? Cause everybody is starting a channel. So, you know, the advent of YouTube is another reason I think that your, your prices have gone up and it's not that you're looking stuff up on your phone and you know, there's going to be, there's going to be your, your people who believe that and looking at our demographics. I'm sure there are people who believe that, that listen to the show and, <laughs> and you know, we're all entitled to our opinion. The thing is, we don't know. None of us yeah. know, you know, these are all our educated or uneducated guests. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, I've found some great stuff that's been way underpriced too. So yeah, it's it's all you're always going to be able to find things. It's just mm-hmm. it's just Sometimes a little it's bit harder. disappointing when you find yeah. something really good and you're like sweet and you're like, what? Nope. <laughs> Fifty bucks. That's literally how much it sells for. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, have you had any any big sales in the last couple of weeks to talk about? I have actually. Um, I was actually getting ready to do this. I was going to add on to my latest YouTube video and kind of go through some of these sales, but I'm going to give them to you guys here first. Well, probably not first because the other video <laughs> it won't come out first. <laughs> so it probably won't come out first. But um, anyway, let's see. Hold this. Let me do this again. Okay, so you can see my screen, right? We can. Sweet. Oh All yeah. Right. So <laughs> this one was really surprising on all levels yeah uh, so i bought this for a dollar um is that a yard sale 
um, it it was one I almost drove past because it didn't look like much of anything. So I, I really have to get out of the mindset of yep. driving past yard yep. sales. So I've done I went it. to this one. I've done it so many times and I know I, I should not. Um, I was looking around and there was this uh, bin of books and I kind of flipped through and I saw this and I'm like, this looks weird. Um, so I grabbed it. I looked it up. And there was one that sold for like 150 and I'm like, why? Because all the other ones had sold for like 24. Um, and I still don't know why this sold for as much as it did, but I listed it. I was like, well, you know what? One sold high. So I took your advice and listed high. I listed at 200, not expecting to get anywhere near that amount. Um, but yeah, I got an offer of, of 150, took it right away and uh it's gone so this is the first six books of the elements of euclid i believe what it is is. It? is it mathematics or something yeah it's it's a mathematics book oh. uh, yeah i mean who's not familiar with the first famous sentences and i'm cut euclid's off elements, elements. <laughs> right i mean oh. everyone can that oh. be the title of our uh podcast <laughs> No, we want to listen. <laughs> yeah, no, we want we want listeners there. Um, but apparently, uh, uh, what's the brand? So this Tashin. 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 Um, apparently, that is a good brand to look for. So that'll be my bolo. Um, if you see, you know, Tashin uh, at sales or in stores, at the very least, I, it's going to be worth looking it up. And that's uh, a and that's a book publisher. I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Toshin is the publisher. So this is by Oliver Byrne and it is a, I mean, it's a, um, it's like a little box set here. That's really so, cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really cool. It's, it was a very cool set. I just, I couldn't believe it. So, uh, that was a really nice sale, obviously a dollar to one fifty. Um, I won't go through every, all of these sales here, but, uh, uh did you check uh, the comp on that while you were there? Or did you? Just I did not. I just grabbed it because it was a dollar, and it, it looked interesting enough. Wow! Uh, at that price, like yeah, I'll, I'll take a shot on that one. So yeah, that that was a a complete a complete uh, guess. Kind of luck into it. Oops, sorry. Um, I don't remember if I told you about. I think I told you about that that watch. I don't know if I ever showed you that it sold. Um, I remember when you got it. I think see, that's a that's a pretty sweet watch. Yeah. What am I doing here? Uh, so Casio Mudmaster, oh. whatever. I don't know. It was a really cool watch, um, and it sold for one sixty. I think I paid twenty five wow. uh, for that one. Um, I don't know a lot about watches, and I don't buy them very often. Mm -hmm. But it was a day that it was a ton of rain, and I was like, well, I'm probably not going to find a whole lot. So this looks interesting let's go ahead and take a shot Very um, cool. he actually had an amazon piece of paper in the the bag kind of showing like like what it sold for it's like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take his word for it and we'll take a shot so we'll yeah. see the last one i'll talk about is this american girl doll bed wow. um yeah. and american girl dolls the dolls are very difficult um but if you see, if you're out of sale, you see dolls, and then you see things like this, mm -hmm. the accessories, the accessories are much easier uh, to pinpoint and figure out what it is right. than the dolls are. Very true. Um, 
and these vintage the vintage accessories do do very well so this this bed was three bucks um it it comes apart it's not a huge deal but it's sold for 65 so that's very just cool. something to kind of keep an eye out for yeah that's awesome very yeah, cool those would be my sales all right i'm gonna go through my sales um first was um i i showed you the other day uh and you could probably see these all I think all of these or most of all of these have been on my Instagram. So flip it DU on Instagram and go check these out. Um, just the other day, I, I had a Moana Funko uh, mystery mini lot that I had, I had purchased. So I bought this lot, a big lot of Moana stuff for Luca. Cause he loves it. Clearly he's, he's taken Moana's boat and has stolen my, my profits. Um, so there was this Moana Funko mystery mini lot inside of the lot of stuff I bought. I paid 15 for the whole lot. It also came with the big Maui and his hook and the Moana doll. And those sell for, you know, the, the Maui sells for 25 to $30 itself, which he kept that. There were some other small figures. He kept those. But this mini lot I sold uh, the other day, I, someone bought it, $85 for the lot of these little Funko mystery minis um, via G uh, global shipping. And um, so he got the things he wanted, which also had really good value. I paid 15 total for it. And I also sold an individual figure, a little one of the pig, Pua, I think his name is, or her name is whatever, for 15. And then I have Tomatoa. I had a, I had doubles of those. So I have Tomatoa, the crab. Uh, I have him listed for $25 right now also. So that was an excellent purchase of something I was getting for him that had actual, had a lot of value in it. And I did not know that when I bought it. So That's that was awesome. really cool. That just sold. Um, and then uh, back in the day, one of these earlier episodes, I had sold a Disney monorail set uh, in the box and it got returned. The guy was upset about the way the styrofoam <laughs> he was upset that the styrofoam wasn't in as good of condition uh as he thought and it should have been notated better in the description okay um so i know it's a big collectible market so what i did is it had sold for 150 previously it got returned i just let it sit for a while like, i don't know i don't want to touch that thing um so I changed the item description to talk about the styrofoam and talk a little bit more about the things he complained about. And then I put it on an auction starting at 75 and that sold for uh, $120.50 plus shipping. So that Jeez. went. And nice. then another one, and that was in a big lot of stuff I bought for $90. So I sold I sold the uh, Polynesian Resort for $375. I sold the... Um, uh, the other resort, contemporary resort for 150. I sold this for 12050. I sold the little mini figures recently for 35. I sold one set of uh, like a set of two curved tracks for 40 and a set of two uh, straight tracks or one or the other for um, for like 20. So I've had really, really good. and I still have one train and full set left that I didn't like the way it worked. I bought a new engine or new motor for it to install to supercharge it because those sell for more. And I don't want to put the work in. So I'm going to just sell it as is. Um, I bet you I can get 50 bucks for that. So for $90, that whole lot, that's a really good return on investment. I've been happy about. Yeah, that's awesome. So this was, I've, I've had really good sales recently. So um, 
one, another sale I had, I had this um, uh, Lionel North Pole Central train cars. And I've got the big box back here. But um, I had a family member of Christie sent me these after her dad. Her dad had passed away. She sent them out to me. Um, and I sold the Dasher Dancer and Prancer like um, passenger cars um, for $50 a piece. So it was $150 sale um, total. And that was given to me for free. So um, that was a good, uh, no, you know, no, no investment into that. Um, just uh, a very good family, you know, family member. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, so that went well. And I got, I've got positive feedback on that one. And nice. then one that's currently in route, in route, in route to uh, route. Australia is that KISS program. Um, nice. I paid $3 for that KISS, 1976 KISS program. Uh, I turned, I countered offered a guy a long time ago, right away. He offered 200. I countered offered, tried to get more. Uh, I ended up selling it for 195. Um, so still $3 to 195. Um, that was awesome. I added insurance on that as well, I believe. Um, and then also then right after that same day, uh, I found the Cardinal WWF trivia game, my best sale ever, $400. I paid $1 for the box. I still have the second set over here, which I still think I can get between 50 and 100 for whenever that sells. I got to lower the price on that, though. So, so like 600 bucks out of $4. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy. So I added insurance on that, too. Yep. So. Anyway, so those are those are my top sales. Uh, best best price or best price best sale I've ever had. Best return on investment clearly that I've ever had. So those are my sales. Um, let's move on real quick to Bolo. I've got to get the kid in the bath here soon, but yeah, it's bedtime. Um, I got nothing. Bolo. So one of the things I wanted to say, I typed this out before. Uh, our mission when we set out on this podcast adventure was really to help educate our listeners. Um, whether or not they're resellers, uh, whether or not they're, whether they're part-time or full-time or, or not, like I said, neither or, or dabbling, you know, um, I don't believe I've done a good job with the bolos. And I think this is one place that we can be more educational in our content for people. So I'm going to make it a personal goal for myself to improve this section of the show moving forward between the bolo and the tip. I think those are really important. You know, we can talk a lot about what we found and what our sales were. And yes, that also is educational in itself. If you take that information and you're looking for those things, but I think we can do a better job, me, especially in, in both the bolo and the tips. So the bolo that I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I kind of sent a picture to you recently uh, of the 1990s, I don't know if this, if you, this is what you think it is, 1990s, uh, 80s, there, there were these old Playtex baby bottles, and I think they're called like drop-ins. Drop yep, drop-ins, drop, yep. Drop-ins. Look up Playtex drop-in baby bottle vintage or something. It's out. It's out, crazy. Outrageous. Um, it's those dark, I'm colorblind, but the dark brown like nipples that go on mm -hmm. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous nipples <laughs> that go on the bottle and it drops down in and then there's a bag right that holds the milk inside of the bottle um that's what i grew up on and if you see those they have value <laughs> yeah go type that into your little um your ebay machine and 
check the sold comps on that because I, I was shocked. Christy's dad brought a bunch over from from their uh, from her grandmother's house. Uh, he's living there now. She passed a few years ago, and he's he brought those over. And um, I they've just been sitting around the house in the kitchen. I was like, let me see if I'm just gonna look this up, and I did, and I could not I could not believe it. Because yeah, I got I one that I think I showed you. I have the exact one that sold for like seventy five dollars. One yeah. box. It's crazy. I've I've been looking for them ever since. Yeah. Um, Cause that's yeah, no, something that could happen. You know, you could yeah. find it easily. And it's, it's one of those things too. It's like, okay, so now I'm not going to drive past baby garage sales right. because, because oh, of that. There's um, so much stuff that, that, yeah. that, that people will pay money for. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that is a fantastic bolo. I think I, uh, I sent that to John in our, in our group. And I was like, yeah, I officially know nothing about reselling anymore because yeah baby bottles are you know there are tons of value there so crazy yeah that's that's an awesome awesome bolo yeah what do you uh, have you have a you have a specific bolo this week did you already uh yeah i gave it so mine was the the toshin um yes that's the right. toshin uh what's the word uh yes school books <laughs> publisher the toshin oh. publisher books yes so that's that was my bolo uh, to look out for. Again, this is the only one that I found. Um, but I've once I found this one and sold it and I put that video out, there were a lot of people saying that that is a really good brand uh, to be looking out for. So yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking right now at the. Uh, oh, wow! There's some good stuff there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, wow. There's some really good stuff from uh, from Toshin. Book series on Monet. Woo! A box set on Monet, $375. Hugh Hefner's Playboy, 1926 to 79, box set, $450. Goodness, Giselle, a book about Giselle. These must be like high-end coffee table type type books all right i gotta i'm they they have to be i'm gonna send you this one but this can't be shown on the television here the, the youtube machine here. can't be shown on the youtube machine no sir it cannot <laughs> all right do you have a, moving on do you have a tip of the week um oh my God. let's see tip of the week no Nah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, tip of the week, Great Lakes beer. It's very good. It's from Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. That is my tip of the week. Cleveland rocks. Um, all right, let's see. Um, okay, so tip of the week, I think I'll hope you enjoy <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh, we could shit. Well, no, maybe not. Now, let's not. Well, let's well, not. Let me look at my demographics again. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's let's not. If you if you really want to see, you can send an email, and that's right. Maybe we can send it there. I don't know. Uh, anyways, so basically, my what I've learned over the past couple of weeks is that if you are passionate about something, um, somebody else around you, other people, are going to allow their fear 
and their discomfort in your decision making, they're going to put that out there. They're going to push that upon you. It's like when we're born, we don't fear anything. Well, how do we, how do we, how do we start to fear things? Well, we're taught that by the people that we're around. And so when you're making a big decision like I'm making to, to change my career uh, and to do something that's very non-traditional, um, there have been people who have said, are you going to make enough money? Or, oh, I don't know, does this make sense to do this now? Or da, 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 da. So my advice is, this is from also kind of from my book from Jen Sincero. She said, like, you got to have faith, like belief in yourself and belief in what's what's going on in the, in the universe or in the world, whatever you want to say, to just go out and do it and make your decision and stick with your decision. And so this, this is a quote. Faith allows you to release the need to know how it's going to happen, to trust that the way will be shown, and to take action before having all the answers laid out before you. And I think that is excellent advice. We aren't always going to know exactly what to do. And that could be reselling. That could be life in general. You don't have to know the how. We want to know the how, but you don't have to. You, you've sometimes, the people who have been most successful in business take a leap of faith and they go out there and they invest everything they have and they, they become successful. You know, John threw a video on YouTube and now like I went and watched his first video recently. Like it's not the same as his videos now at all, you know, and you're like, so kind. It's terrible, John. It was terrible. I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> Everybody go watch that. We need to bump it. Yes, bump up his, his analytics video. by by 50 listeners 50 <laughs> viewers um, us included um but anyways that's my those are my that's my tip uh, uh tip of the week um just so, have faith in yourself once you've made a decision get out there and do it other people are going to try to derail you from that and it, it's your decision it's not theirs don't allow someone else's fear to change your mind when you know yeah. what's right for you yeah, that's a really good tip. And I'll piggyback off that. I didn't really have a tip, but I, you mentioned something about, uh, um, is it traditional? And I would say that my tip is non-traditional is becoming the traditional at this point. Um, so, yep. you know, if you were one that always thinks outside the box, keep thinking outside the box because yep. the box is, it's pretty much gone. Yep. Um, when you yep. think of just anything traditional the way things work yep. um everything's changing so yeah that's, i, I read that. an article today about the gig economy that's where i got some of that info like there was an article about that today um and that's why i'm you know i'm going to be starting over time here i'm going to be starting a side hustle coaching business i i really think that uh, you know i read that statistic over 50 percent of millennials and, and younger are have a side hustle and I asked a guy this weekend, he's a friend of a uh, friend of ours, uh, took pictures for us for the baby. And I, he does it on the side. He works at the uh, Patterson Air Force Base as a contractor. And he does this on the side. And I said, I said, you know, I'm just curious. I've got this question about side hustles. I said, you know, how many people your age do you think are, uh, you know, have one? Because he's, he's about Christie's age. So about eight years younger, seven years younger than I am. And, and he's like, He's like, everybody who's doing it right, um, if they're doing it right, he's like, everybody I know has a side hustle. If they're not and they're just lazy and they're just working their one job, 
He's like, but so many people. And so it just validates for me, this is what I need to be doing uh, beyond what, you know, this is just another extension of this reselling. It's another option that I have to get out there and help people uh, to, to realize their potential, realize what they want to do with their lives and make it happen. So. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, awesome I got to give a kid a bath and it was really good to be back and finally Finally, The Rock has come back to the podcast world. Um, we appreciate each and every one of our listeners. The podcast is slowly growing, but we do see it growing. And oh, yeah. we hope that uh, if, you like, if you like the podcast, don't be afraid to pass it on to a friend. Uh, so, uh, Brennan, until next time, tell everybody, as we always do, remember to flip it. Curiously. hey <laughs> Got it right All again. Right. All right, guys. We will see you next time. See you guys.